You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? sisters? Welcome. Okay, sis. Hi, sisters. I'm Scout. I'm Mad. And we're the sisters behind Okay, sis. And we're the sisters behind Okay, sis. Okay, thank you for mocking me. If Scout this is, is stealing <laughs> all of my wine. That's true. I'm. I'm I like won't pour a glass for myself because I think it's like a little too early to drink since we're gonna be drinking all night. So she just night. steals all mine. I so mean, I'm like just hypocrite. stealing all yours. I'm gonna just brand you as the hypocrite. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. I'm a mooch off your wine. I know. Anyways, I always, I always forget like how much I just love wine. Yeah, I know. And you take mine, and then is I take yours. I know. I'm sorry. Is there any German wine? I'm not sure if it's. It's okay. It's okay. I've had better. Anyways, uh, um, today's episode is so exciting. If you are an LA local, you have probably seen on Instagram or heard of or Alfred just been. or Ben too. It's not just on the digital sphere; it's in real life. Yeah, it's actually a place you can go. Um, Alfred's. What's the official title? Of Alfred it? Coffee. Alfred Coffee yeah. and Tea Room. And Tea Room. Yeah. Yes. So it's a parent company, Alfred, and then it's Alfred Coffee and the Tea Room. You've probably seen people's pink cups all over Instagram. Yes, I mean, it's just the staple of L.A. No matter if you're basic or not, if you want to admit it or not, you, you know go what to Alfred You go there, you understand the vibe, you get what's going on there. And we interviewed the branding woman, goddess, extraordinaire, extraordinaire of Alfred. And which is crazy. Yeah, which and obviously the brand is everything to this 
to Alfred and yeah. you know why they've thrived and how we've been able to 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 maintain it and sustain I mean if it. you want to see a successful brand pop up in a very trendy city you look to Alfred exactly so we talked to the brains behind the operation which was great we got into like the logistics we got into the back end we got I into mean, future news for Alfred which was really cool we have a little down low Anyways, her name is Michelle, and she is just such a beautiful soul. Mm-hmm. I mean, very, like, quietly determined. And very humble. Very humble. You And she really spilled the tea, guys. She, she told, did. She answered all of our little nitty-gritty questions about what the fuck goes into creating such an extraordinary brand. An influential brand. Yeah, so in preparation, I'd actually never been to Alfred's before this podcast, but I obviously knew what it was because if you are living in the United States, you know what Alfred's is. Well, Scout, yeah, because Scout lives in San Diego. I live in San Diego, which I begged her to open up one in San Diego because I think it would do so well. Yeah, but they're very, like, L.A. I mean, they have one in Austin now, but it's, like, very much an L.A. brand. Staple. And uh, it has this, like... LA soul to it, it seems. But like. I think it would do so well in San Diego. Yeah. San Diego is sprouting up trendy places right and left. That's true. Anyway, so I brought you to Alfred. We had a little uh, field trip. I ordered the $7.50 chaga latte. But it's the one that was my current fixation, so I think it was worth it. It was so worth it. I don't know if it would be worth it on a daily basis, no, but it's not. it was so worth it as like a little treat. Exactly. And then I have the eggnog, which you guys all know. Uh, and I tried it. That was the first time I've ever tried eggnog. And is, doesn't it feel like Christmas in a cup? Yes, it was it's great. just heavenly. Um, Are yeah. they going to stop selling eggnog at Starbucks now? Yeah. After it's done? After New Year's, it's done. Oh, man, I really wanted to get an eggnog latte to really get the full experience. Nope, it's done. I'm going to have to wait till next year now. Yep. Um, Anyways, but it's just such a, it's such a place and such a, (laughs) such a presence, I feel like, both. She's kind of L.A. royalty just by, like, association. Exactly. Um, But anyways. Word of the week. Oh, word of the week. Oh, my gosh, we almost forgot. Look at us, amateur hour. Amateurs. Okay. Word of the word week is genial. Genial. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you say it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We just like listened to how to pronounce it, and I already forgot. No, that's how you genial. pronounce it. It means friendly, kind, and cheerful, which, hello, Michelle. Michelle, for sure. And just like everyone. And you. You're genial. And thank you. Are you not? I don't know. Am I? <laughs> I mean, you're friendly. Oh, yeah. You're friendly, kind, and cheerful. Not I don't cheerful. know if I'm cheerful. You're not cheerful. I'm not. Oh, you're friend- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what does that say about me, you're ladies and gentlemen? Kind, and then I'm friendly, friendly con- and cheerful. Yes. They're yeah, like you're not kind. It's like a Venn diagram. Yeah. Oh my god, We're I love both that. Friendly, but then one is kind, one, one is, cheerful. is cheerful. Yeah, you're not kind, and I'm not cheerful. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think all of the sisters know how much you harp on me at this point. Oy all right. Anyways, what a great word of the week. Genial. Genial. Like genie. I know. It's like making your wishes it's or like something. A genie in a bottle. Which, that song is, like, so inappropriate. You gotta rub, no, you gotta rub me the right way, honey. Like, that is so inappropriate. We were singing that when we were, like, seven years old. I know. We were singing a lot of things. We were singing Dirty. Oh, my God. What's that? Wanna get dirty. Or, let's talk about that. Also, hit me, baby, one more time. Yikes. Yikes. Talk about BDSM. Talk about sexual harassment or verbal, not verbal, physical abuse. Or, like, to the window. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we're just, like, spewing out 2000s. I mean, this is our specialty. This is our specialty. 2000s bar mitzvah rap. Yeah, that is where I my soul lives. I remember on my wedding, the only song I wanted him to play was Yeah, yeah by, by Usher. Usher. It's my favorite song. 
And the one time I go to the bathroom, I went to the bathroom literally once that entire and day. And it, while I'm peeing, they start playing Abby Asher. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, I need to get out of this oh bathroom right now. And my friends were like trying to like pull my dress down and help That's me out of the bathroom. So and I just funny. like literally ran so fast to the dance floor. Yeah, you love Yabai Asher. I could listen to Yabai Asher every day and not get sick of it. Should, okay. we, should we request that tonight when we go out? Yes. We're going to a <laughs> very like bohemian bar. Okay, well, I'm still going to request. Say, yeah, yeah, my Asher. Yeah, yeah, my that's Asher. Like, that one time I went to this bar. <laughs> God, I can't believe I'm telling this story. I went to this bar, and every time I go to a bar, I go up and say, Can you play Kanye? And oh, my God. Like, Get the fuck out of here. But, girl. like, early Kanye. Yeah. Not, like, no. now Kanye. No, I like any Kanye. Give me any Kanye. I'm okay. Anyway, so I went up, and then and then I was so drunk that I went back up, and I'm like, can you, like, please, can you play Kanye? And he was like, this is Kanye. Oh, my God. That is so embarrassing. <laughs> and I was mortified. I mean, I was drunk, so I didn't really, like, notice, but it was so That is funny. so embarrassing. Isn't that so that is so embarrassing. I can't believe I just told that story. Thank you for sharing that with us. I feel oh like we really God. got an insider story to Mad's life. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, also, you guys will already have heard this episode where I give out my 2019 resolutions, but I forgot one. Ooh, what? In 2019, I would like to be sponsored by Domino's. Oh, my God. So if anyone... So that means you have to make mayo with pizza public. I know. You're going to be a pizza influencer. I'm going to be a pizza influencer. I would like Domino's to sponsor me because the amount of money I spend there is just comical. Domino's like, is disgusting. It's, I mean, it's... We it's had it trash. last night and it was so gross. It's trash. But it's also just something that you... Your body craves. You and I are so funny because when we get drunk, we want very specific things. You need pizza and I need a bean and cheese burrito. Yeah, it's very weird. You're like super, and that's not very attainable everywhere. Well, where I live, it is. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Hello, I'm from San Diego. That's true. Yeah, and you can LA, get a bean and cheese LA burrito anywhere. Not, yeah, I mean you can get it, but it's just a li- you have to kind of search for it. Pizza is just like on every, you know, Domino's is everywhere. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Um, <laughs> back to <laughs> Michelle, who's amazing. You guys are gonna love her. You're gonna love this episode. Um, and. Pay a visit to yeah. Alfred or yeah. meet us there. We'll go. We'll come be. Basic yeah, shoot with us you. in. Shoot, not shoot us. Slide into our shoot DM. Us a DM. <laughs> and we'll meet up. We'll do we'll a little okay up. sis we'll meet take, up. We'll take a little photo shoot in front of the butt first coffee. We'll be basic as fuck. I'll say this right now. If you DM us and want to meet us at Alfred's, we will we'll pay for your Alfred. Yeah, yeah. (gasps) We'll sponsor your Alfred excursion. Let's see how many people we get. We We get like two hundred people. Like there's a cap, guys. There's There's a cap, cap, but but first five people to DM us to meet meet us, want to want to meet us, want to go to Alfred's. We will pay for your seven dollar chaga. This is an investment. I, I think it's going to be great. I want to meet my sisters in real life. Yeah, this is an investment to the growth of our podcast. Yeah, so if you listen to us and you want to get together, DM us and we'll meet at Alfred's. All right, have fun listening. Enjoy. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. 
I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Introducing Michelle Zad. She was born and raised in Los Angeles and went to school at the University of Texas at Austin to study textiles and apparel. After college, Michelle moved back to LA to work at Garrett Light California Optical for four months. Then she moved on to become the brand director at Alfred Inc., parent company to Alfred Coffee and Alfred Tea, which her brother, Josh Zad, started almost six years ago. When she started, she was delegated with positioning Alfred as the it brand of coffee and tea in LA. Since then, she's led successful projects like their monthly sleeve partnership program, designing elements in new cafes, developing signage, and spearheading new merchandise creation. So without further ado, Michelle. Hello. Welcome. 
welcome Welcome to OK Sis. Thank you. So can I just say that your hair is beautiful? Oh, Oh my (laughs) God. It's like a thick. It's a thick mane. Mane. You're Persian, right? I get that a lot. Yeah. 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 That's where that's where that's where she gets it. It just comes. With just the territory. <laughs> oh my God, your hair is gorgeous. And your eyebrows. We're just going to okay. fawn over you. Yeah, we're just going to say how beautiful you are over and over again. <laughs> so I, br- so Scout is from San Diego. So she is not as familiar. Okay, with- no, wait. I oh you are familiar like Alfred who does not know what Alfred okay that's is. what I'm saying but like you know ne- you had never been I to Alfred I've never been to Alfred which is crazy because all I do is see it on I see it on Instagram Ever? like twice a day no today I went for oh, my today first time first, I saw that yeah I so I got a chaga latte so bomb so bomb worth the seven dollars and twenty five cents <laughs> great I love that <laughs> um but no we yeah so I've been very familiar with the pure domination of Alfred and over I've just been like watching from a bird's eye view on Instagram. yeah I mean anyone in LA obviously knows the brand it's like a cult classic at this mm-hmm, point mm-hmm. um so we want to get into all of it because obviously I mean you're I mean your brother started the brand but you are the brand director and that I feel like has been the monumental factor in, in creating its success right how long have you been with the with, with so Alfred? in January it'll be a year so oh almost my a year. Gosh. wow wow, wow. Yeah. okay well, before, before we, get into, we get into anything Round of current fixations. Okay, Mads, you're not going to like that I'm doing this. Oh, goodness. Um, but I have to because it is my current fixation, and it's it's been one of yours in the past. Oh, th- oh, we haven't done this. Yeah, so this is like a double current fixation feature. Um, my husband bought me AirPods for Hanukkah, and I literally have been living with them in my ears for the past three days. Snaps. They, they, don't, they do not leave my ears. They don't leave my Love. ears. The minute I wake up, I put them in, and I put a podcast in, like, literally the minute I, I wake up. I forget to take them out. Yeah. I take calls from them. They're unbelievable. And I've never been a headphone girl, so I've never even mm. worn headphones. And so when he bought them for me for Hanukkah, I was, like, a little bit internally debating, like, am I actually going to use them? Because I don't use headphones normally. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm obsessed. It's unbelievable. It yeah, just feels like you're, it's, like, thoughts talking in your head because you don't, you don't have the wire. You don't have, like, the physical phone in your hand. You're just walking around with thoughts in your head. It's really Being cool. played in your mind. It's unbelievable. And it's so cute. It comes, like, in a little, like, <laughs> little box thing that's, like, magnetic. And it's, like, fun to put them in and out of. And the Bluetooth is, like, super versatile. Just switch. And it just goes. Yeah. You yeah. don't even have it to, like, goes. press anything. Oh, I'll go, in the, I'll go in the car. It starts to go off the yeah. car. And it's it's so My favorite thing is when you tap twice, it pauses. Oh. You didn't, I didn't know, even that. know that. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh my so God. If you go into your AirPod settings, Pro tip. No if you go into your settings, you can delegate it. So I'll be talking, I'll be listening to a podcast and my husband will say something. So I'll just tap, tap. And then it pauses. So like futuristic. Oh, I always like, I always do it by accident. Like Siri comes up. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I really so didn't okay, want how do you that. get no, no, no. Siri? To no, no. Come up. The default tap tap is Siri. Oh, okay. But so you can change, change it. it on your settings in your phone to tap tap being pause. Okay. We're I'll have to do that. So annoying. No, like, literally, <laughs> Apple can make the most ridiculous thing in the world, and I would purchase it. Yeah, you would. I can't believe you. S- what do you think about the iWatch? Oh, I love my Apple, Apple Watch. Watch. Really? I will not no, leave the I house without I it. Get it? I didn't get into it. I do not understand. Adam and I both have Apple Watches. We bought them for each other for Hanukkah one year. I love it. I, I like literally Apple Hanukkah. Exchanges. Like I just leave. I leave my phone. And I just don't touch my phone. Like, why do you need, like, just, why do you need another device that's telling you things Why do happening? you need earphones without cords that cost $150? Because of the greatness of walking around without yeah, holding your phone. this is amazing. I don't need to hold my phone. I, okay. And if I get notifications, right. it comes to my watch. And then if I need to go to my phone, I will. If I don't want to, I won't respond right away. 
it's just like a nice way to like just like leave your phone somewhere and then also it has this really cool feature where you can ping your phone so if you lose your phone oh that's good you yeah, ping that's it that's you can hear yeah it's great that's good. Okay. okay so that's my current fixation great we're Apple, all connected yes. every day yes okay so my current fixation is Everlane and in particular their cashmere sweaters Duh. so amazing price point $100 for probably the most high quality no I'm not even high quality but like beautifully crafted Decent quality great quality sweaters and just great styles very trendy very very you know is the sweater point. you wearing now everything no, this oh. is zara don't look at this <laughs> um but no anyways i just i've always followed the company's mission i love how radically transparent they are in um you know all of their supply chain and they really break down what is going into the price of your, of your product so it makes it very cost efficient but then the quality doesn't suffer so i really love their ethos and i i love their branding obviously so i f- I support them 100%. You're an Everlane girl. I'm an Everlane fanatic. What's your favorite product? So I just got the cashmere. It's like a boat neck gray cashmere cropped. I'm like a very cropped girl. And I just got their new denim. It's like a stretchy denim. And it's... I could could wear anything from Everlane. I love them. I love them. But anyways. I've never even been to their website. What? It's great. Nope. They have so much information on there too. It's exactly. Like everything is just like a breakdown of like how they got to the product. Yeah. Was well, like it made in America? No. But it's very, very uh, like their factories are. You know, they vet them and make sure that they're following good practices and everything. Oh, that's but good. it breaks down like the cost of the actual materials, the cost of the shipping to them. Can't you like pick your price? There's there's some when when they go on sale, they don't have sales, but they have something when it's like an older product, you can pick your price and like mm-hmm. the lowest price is the bare bones mm-hmm. of the actual product. Like literally none of it goes to the, uh, their employees, nothing. The second price goes a little bit to the employees and mm-hmm. HR or whatever. The third is going, it goes to the like extra $20 goes to R and D and research and development to make new products. So it just depends if you want to be involved in their process. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow, I'm a, I know way too much uh, about this. Yeah. I'm such an advocate. <laughs> She's obsessed with Everly. I'm obsessed. I'm such an Everly girl. To get into it. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Okay, Michelle. Okay, my current fixation is actually this artist that I just learned about. Um, her name is Agnes Martin, and Ooh. she does like, well, did like these really cool like geometric line drawings, kind of, and like everything is done by hand, but it looks like ruler lines and like oh, really insane. Um, and I went to a gallery that had her stuff in it and they paired it with like old Navajo blankets and kind of showed like how they were similar and like all the artistic like differences and uh, similarities. So it was really cool. Where is she based out of? Um, she lived in New Mexico uh, and that's how kind of she got into like the Navajo patterns and stuff like that. But I think she's from Canada. Okay, cool. But oh Where did you discover her? I went to a gallery in New York, and they just had her works, and it was so cool. Wow, this feels like it's right up your alley. This is right up my alley. I love art. Me too. (laughs) Love. She's making fun of me. And textiles, all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Textiles and apparel. There it is. You're into branding. That's like everything. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's get into you. I want to get into all things Alfred. Yes, So, first of all, you worked at Garrett Light, though. So, what did you do there before you started at Yeah, so I did more of, like, PR stuff. Okay. Um kind of just like giftings and events, stuff like that. Uh, and then that's something I kind of got into like with my school and like 
um, just did for a little bit and then kind of knew I wanted to go into Alfred and do something creatively just because like my brother and I always had you know like the same taste and like vision and things that we really would collaborate on well mm. so once I decided to do that it was just like full force Alfred and went right into it wait so pardon my ignorance did your brother your brother started Alfred yeah okay that's what I was picking up yeah on, so let's okay sure. so let's go back to the beginning can you talk a little bit more about the evolution of Alfred yeah how did this idea come about by your brother and what was his vision for it and then like how at what stage was the company when you came on right so Alfred started in 2013 January um on Melrose Place which at the time was very quiet and like basically just had like very high-end stores so if you weren't going to the street for one of those things you basically just weren't going at all like there's no reason to go yeah um so uh, there was like this space kind of underground that no one really wanted to take and he had like a real estate background and kind of took that and converted it into Alfred and was like let's just try this out see how it does um and then kind of it like put this place on the block where like you could come hang out and like go see these cool stores and um kind of like go to this quaint like really cool but quiet street and hang out Mm. um and then since then it kind of developed into like obviously other shops in LA and then also into the tea room concept Mm -hmm. which actually opened across the street as well um but was more of like that pink like millennial um, pop kind of store that people could go to besides coffee and kind of like hang out like very obviously Instagrammable Mm -hmm. and capture like that scene. Um, And so since then, it's grown to nine shops in L.A., seven which are coffee and two that are tea and one coffee shop in Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. and yeah. two tea shops in Japan, which has been no like way. really cool. Yeah. yeah, our sister, our sister was just in Dip, our uh, um our stepsister was just in uh, Japan. Sorry, not stepsister, half sister. No, no stepsister. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, I'm losing my mind. Stepsister was just in Japan, and she took a photo of the Alfred no in Japan. Way. She's like oh amazing. My god. Oh, she did. She sent that to me. Because she knows that you don't, you don't live. You don't she didn't, probably didn't it. think that you knew about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, That's but awesome. it's really, you know, Alfred on Melrose Place has resurrected that street. Like, it right. made people flock there. And, it, you know, it used to be, obviously, Melrose Place, a very, very fam- famous street in L.A. There was a TV show based on yeah. it. <laughs> and it kind of died down. And people are saying that it it's now like the new Robertson. Robertson, like Robertson was this, right. like, you know, very I can chic, see that. trendy. I can see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Kitson, Ivy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And oh now God. it's dead. We used to now go to Robertson all it's the horrible. time. I know it was so gross. We were like, I was like thirteen, this and you we were thought ten. LA was. When, yeah, when yeah. I was thirteen and she was ten, my mom would drive us up to LA and we would go to go Robertson to the, and, and like go, go to, the go to Ivy. Kitson. And then like one time I saw Tyra Banks and I almost freaked out. That's that was our like LA experience. That was our LA experience. But Melrose Place has become that that like very quintessential. LA space now. So for those that have never visited Alfred or I don't know who doesn't know about it but if they don't what's the difference between the Alfred coffee and the tea room? So the coffee is kind of like the uh, more masculine approach. It's a lot darker, cozier like almost like your grandma's house you're going into and you're kind of getting like a vibe that it's been there forever and like you know um, and then 
the actual menu is coffee and matcha and some teas like fine teas but not like very extensive into the tea Mm. Uh, the tea room on the other hand is like very pink bright vivid you know pink tile everywhere burgundy lots of greenery um, and the menu is more focused on like milk teas bobas um anything basically like tea based like we we created like a pink drink Mm. which um kind of tastes like a strawberry like pomegranate milk basically Mm -hmm. and all these specials are kind of things that the tea room can do because they're tea based and don't have like that coffee backbone to it got it um so yeah yeah it's a lot friendlier and cuter i would say yeah and you know obviously the menu is amazing and you know the quality is great but there is this undeniable fact that it's very much like it seems like it was built for Instagram. Totally built right. for Instagram. Yeah, and and that doesn't downplay the quality of the actual product, of course. But you guys were just so smart. Strategic. And I really want to know, like, from the very beginning, and I know you probably weren't involved, like, obviously at the very beginning, but how did that shift happen? Like, was it the butt first coffee, or was it just the decor, or was it the the location you bring influencers yeah like how did it take off to what it is now so basically it all kind of started at the same time like when instagram was really starting to boom and we were starting to make this shop um it kind of went hand in hand like my i was literally looking the other day like my third instagram ever was like oh like alfred opening soon you know like a photo of it like in construction kind of so it's crazy like it kind of they both developed together and I think that's what really pushed it and like one you know kind of elevating the other mm-hmm. um and slowly it just kind of picked up and people love love the decor and mm-hmm. um obviously thought the coffee was great looked great so they would kind of post and it just took off like wow. fire. so what do you do on a daily yeah. basis for Alfred like walk us through a day in the life well, working first, for what, Alfred. what were you brought on to do So I was really brought on to do, (laughs) honestly, a lot of the things that, like, my brother loved to do but didn't have the time for and wanted my, like, you know, taste and creative opinion in, Mm -hmm. Um, which can be literally anything from our sleeve partnerships that we do. I love those. To, you know, like, signage in the stores and we have a new special or um, little elements like creating new merchandise. So really anything that has to do with a design element that, you know, pushes Alfred to be, like, the cool thing or, like, have the next, you know, big thing special. So Yeah. What has been your favorite partnership so far with the sleeves? I loved the Bumble one. I just kind of went the off Bumble of my ones? favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is, like, what has been, like, something so, like, you were like, holy shit, this, ca- this company wants to partner with us. Yeah. It's, like, this crazy moment for you. Um, Honestly, my favorite one probably was when I wasn't there, mm. but okay. was Disney because that was really oh, wow, amazing. And obviously just to, like, get through all those loopholes of, like, you know, the corporate yeah. and stuff like that yeah. was really insane. Mm. Um, so that's always a favorite. And then there's always like fun ones that we do with our original artist mm. that did our sleeves. So we like like to resurrect those and kind of do like fun ones here and there. Amazing. Yeah. So in terms of like new, so like chaga, like the new drinks, and like right now I'm dying for the dairy free eggnog because 
It's really good. I tried it. You tried it this morning. It's so good. I think that was my first time having eggnog. Yeah, I think that's my (laughs) first one I've ever had. So I had mentioned this on the podcast. I'm obsessed with dairy free eggnog. Like I'll just get it from Whole Foods and just pour it in my coffee because it just it tastes like Christmas. It tastes like like a warm hug and like oh so good. So I I went to Alfred to get chaga because I'm obsessed with your chaga latte. I looked down and it says holiday nog dairy free. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, scratch it. I need to, I need this right now. And I was like yelling at the guy. He's like, okay, sorry. I was, oh my God. I was in heaven. I yeah, love it. You love your eggnog. Yeah. So anyways, what, what goes into creating those new drinks and kind of like the marketing behind it? Cause like the chaga also has this very cute sign that mm-hmm. you guys put up and like, how does that whole come together? So it's honestly a really big mix of a lot of things. It can either be like our food and beverage director will come up with that, like eggnog latte, for example, and kind of want to push that. Um, And then it would go to like me and my graphic designer to kind of figure out signage for it and then push on to like our social team for creating content for it and pushing it like that. Um, Or it can be something as random as um, my brother just being like, let's create a pink drink and figuring out how to make that you know so it's really just like a lot of different elements it can be like seasonal like that too but just always different do you find that because the chocolate that i I had today was seven dollars and 25 cents which is insane for a latte um do you find like pushback on those prices or do you think that it kind of creates a hype around it well, I mean, if I could just interject really quickly. So they created something called the $10 latte, which I thought was what? so brilliant because it <laughs> like I, I looked at it and I laughed because I was like, of course, they're so good. Of course, people like are going to buy this that shit. good that people are spending yeah. this much money on but, lattes. But since it was so expensive, people, people were wanted like, it. wanted it and wanted right. to show it up. You find? There's this demand or like this, is this like, inc- it's like an uh, exclusive yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I but mean, well, yeah. It's kind of like a few things. Like you can have, you know, our tourists come in all the time and they're like, I'm going to get the $10 latte. I'm going to get the Alfred cone and I'm going to get a matcha just because like I'm here and I need to try everything. But you'll have the regulars that also come that are like, okay, I'm just going to pay a few dollars every day for my drip coffee. So So you have both fan bases. Yeah, definitely. Like regulars, you know, that come to their specific Alfred in their neighborhood. And then obviously like the tourists love Melrose Place. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about Alfred in the alley? Because I remember when it first opened, I was like, why would you guys ever put one literally a block away? But I mean, it makes a lot of sense next to Cycle House and... But yeah, that's the one that I saw first. Yeah. But um, so kind of talk about why that location opened and like, is it... I don't know. Does it like make as much revenue? Like I'm very confused about the... The placement. Yeah, the placement. The alley kind of started because we had this extra spot in like a building that we had Mm. and wanted to fill it and see how that would do. Um, But you'd kind of be surprised. Like people that are below La Cienega like will only go to that one and above will only walk to the other one. It's because it's hard to cross Melrose. Yeah. And like if you like work in a specific area, you know, you're just going to get in and out. You know, you don't need like the scene of Melrose place. Yeah. And that why would you uh, that uh, strip of Melrose is popping. Yeah. Like Like you you have Earth. You have Earth. You have Restoration Hardware. Yeah. Yeah, The Real Real just opened that the whole complex. That is very true. That is very true. So it's more low key destination. Yeah, Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And then you have like all the cycle house people, like stuff like yeah, that. Exactly. Just like people that want to get in and out. So I heard your brother speak once and he was mentioning that he turned down an offer to open a store at the Grove, which I thought was such a 
strategic decision because he was like, yeah, I could have made a fuck ton of money, but <laughs> he wanted to preserve the brand, preserve the brand, keep it at its core. And like you guys are from your L.A. natives. You guys get the lay of the land. And like the Grove is way too commercial for what Alfred totally. is trying to do. Um, so kind of talk about because I'm sure you guys get so many requests. offers and, and requests. Like, how do you really stay true, true to the brand? Because you as you said, you have tourists, you have this huge instagram presence but how do you kind of keep it a little more niche and local uh, local yeah Yeah, local um i mean it's just like where would you want to go if you're going to an alfred you don't want to like sell out and be like sure i can make all this money but it's those things are what make alfred its brand and make it successful is like the locations you know like the build outs just making sure that it always feels like it did on the first one at melrose place Mm. So even if we were at the Grove, you still have like all these limitations and you have kind of a different crowd. Like I wouldn't specifically go to the Grove for Alfred. Yeah, so no. Yeah. It's more of a tourist trap. Exactly. Yeah. So Mads and I work together and we're sisters. What is it like working with your brother? Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> like, <laughs> Was there a learning curve? Was there definitely. like a little bit of a, like getting adjusted to this? Yeah. At the beginning, it was definitely like... I kind of didn't know my space and he Mm. didn't know like how to manage that. And, you know, but now it's just very easy to be like, I know what I'm doing. He knows what, you know, he's doing what he wants me to do. Mm. Um, And it's just easy. It's fun because you don't have to like, you know, like play around and be like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't do this. I'm just like, no, let's not do this. Or he's like, we we have to do this. Yeah, it's just direct and you get to the yeah. point and you if we have the same vision, it just works so much better. Absolutely. That's and what that's we say. We always say like Mads and I don't need to put up a facade or we don't need to have a level of professionality. Or beat around the bush. Exactly. Or like, worry about hurting someone's feelings. Exactly. Yeah. So like, direct. If someone's not into it, someone's not into it, we don't have to like pretend to be nice for a second. So but let's say someone listening to this that is looking to get into business with a family member. What advice would you give them? I would say work together on the things that you guys are similar at Mm. and don't get involved in like the little areas that you like clash. Absolutely. That's a good one. Absolutely. That's a great one. Have you been to the one in Japan? In yeah. Tokyo? We oh actually God. went, my whole family, for the opening. Oh, my God. Yeah, we I opened go two so on the bad. same day in on Halloween last year. Is it wow. doing well? Like, has it translated yeah. well into that culture? Yeah. I mean, wow. you would think in Japan they have, like, so many tea, tea rooms. rooms right? and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's really crazy because they're kind of, I guess, like, so over that that they went to, like, the coffee wave and had, like, so many blue bottles and all these things oh, come that when they see like alfred t in la they're like this is so cool it's so la you know like they want that there and they like love that image so what's it like managing a business in a different country so we work with um partners there that kind of you know like lead everything Mm -hmm. and they you know come to us and are very obviously professional and Mm -hmm. you know if they have a new special they'll like you know talk to us about it but I mean, they've been so great to work with, especially in Japan. They're just so organized and yeah, everything, you know, I like bet. is so like from the day that they want to start a new one to like building it. Yeah. They just have everything in line and are always like very professional about it. Totally. So and in terms of like branding, like how did you go about that differently than you would in the tea room on Melrose Place or Brentwood? Honestly, they just love the L.A. brand. So they so wanted as much similar. as they could have. Yeah. That's so you crazy. go in, you're like. 
It's very trippy. You're like, I ah. can't believe I'm in Japan, but I'm kind of like in LA. Yeah, in LA. it's <laughs> yeah. so weird. The first time I went, I'm like, this is surreal. You're like, literally feel like you're at home. But right now, when I was outside, I'm like in Japan. That's oh crazy. My so when you kind of think about brand designing and bringing in new products and all that stuff, is Instagram at the forefront of your mind, or is Instagram just kind of created a beast of its own without you now not necessarily strategically doing it for Instagram? I would say some things obviously are like more Instagram based. Mm-hmm. Um, but now more so it's that like something that we create is kind of um, created. And then Instagram's like a second thought where we're like, how do we now convert that and translate it to like, you know, social media and really pushing that uh, because we do obviously have like a great customer base that already is on that. And like wants that next new thing. Totally. You got to keep up with them. Yeah. Never always have always, to keep always, up. Always. It's crazy. Who coined But First Alfred? Was it your brother? Uh, but First Coffee. Sorry, sorry. I mean, but oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. Wow. Wait, you guys go coined back. that? Yeah. You guys, like, patented it, so right? So we got it trademarked. Okay. Tra- oh yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah. So it was kind of like Alfred was opening on Melrose Place, mm. and we had this blank wall where my brother was like, I don't know what to put on it. Yeah. And found it on, like, uh, like Pinterest or something like one of these websites was like, let's just put it on there for now. Oh my god! Before gosh. it was like really, yeah, really anything, thing, yeah. you know. Um, and then put that on there, and then a few years later, we got it trademarked, so it's like our use for coffee. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I feel like that phrase blew Is, up. Oh, blew up. Yeah, after you. But first, say, anything. But first, anything. Right? But first, anything. Exactly. Yeah. But first, wine. But first <laughs> literally anything. <laughs> but it's perfect. Oh, it's just so perfect. I love it. Um. Okay, wait. I want to talk about the coconuts because that's always just like kind of confused me in the Melrose place. So, like, do, do those actually sell? Do people yeah. love that because people of the stamp? Wait, people like real lo- coconuts. Oh, I was gonna yeah. show this to you, Scout. This Why morning, this, you show them I, know, I totally There's a fridge of them. She loves, she loves uh, and uh, it says cracked at the cashier. Yeah, they do oh, crack I it fresh love for you. Coconuts. So why yeah, didn't you wait, tell me about that? I know. That. I totally <laughs> forgot. Wait. Uh, yeah. Why? What was the impetus behind that? I think just cool uh, thing yeah <laughs> like you could get it you, we get it like branded with our logo on it that's awesome a lot of people get it obviously for a picture but it tastes so good i like fresh coconut water like a fresh coconut it's just like the it. best I and also it. now at the tea room we do where we can like you get it from the fridge you bring it to the counter they'll crack it and then blend it with matcha <gasps> And put it back in. Oh, we're going back to so Alfred you have tomorrow. to try that. You need. We need to. I'm gonna take you to the tea room. Wanna go, wait, why didn't you take? Yeah, me to you the gotta tea room? take that. No, no, no. I took you to the, the right one. Uh, but the coconuts are by the, the right one. Yeah, they're. I want to go to the tea room next. We're gonna go to the tea room. Okay, that's thanks. a little more. Uh, Alfred, the normal one is more your vibe, but yeah, I think yeah, you'll yeah. appreciate the tea room. It's different. <laughs> it's different. It's colorful. It's There's colorful. one for everyone. Yeah, more into the like muted neutral no, but that that um rose boba whatever the so fuck good. oh my god i love boba that's a really oh popular god, you guys one. just started soft serve yeah we did I t- really? oh my god I ha- yes. we're, go- we're going tomorrow we have to go and our flavor right now yogurt? is so good it's vegan uh oh, wow. coconut based soft serve oh hell and yeah the flavor right now is peppermint cocoa Ooh, and it's yes. so good and hell yes this is, is our tea room yeah the, just only the tea room. only the tea room on melrose place okay not the brownwood one no. okay does every location have the breakfast burritos every coffee location okay yeah. yes yeah oh, Ooh, i have so to try that good. too i love 
those fucking breakfast burritos. Yeah, when I was started, I was just like nonstop, and non-stop. I'm like, I probably should not have these every day. They're Wait, where are your real. headquarters? Uh, right across from yeah. the alley location on La Cienega. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So you yeah. kind of go down there all the time. Yeah, we just walk back and forth all day to oh all of them. Oh my <laughs> gosh, so I love yeah. it. You guys just opened the Brentwood Tea, right? Yeah, is it in next August. To the main one? Yeah, it's it like three doors down and then it. actually like two doors down from that they're opening a john and vinnie's so it'll be like yes an insane oh, Mads loves john and vinnie's in flux what yeah. a what a la street you got there you know. we went there for your birthday right no we went there that one night no i've never you been have there. never been oh i need to get a reservation it's in. amazing it's unbelievable but it takes about like four months to get a fucking so reservation let's, get, let's do yeah, a reservation let's, we'll book one and then we'll like just have that's what i do i just randomly book john and vinnie's and then once it gets Smart. closer i just like ask people i'm like hey i have this open reservation yeah let's it's go so it's hard so to get good. in yes, the best is also if you go f- at like 11 you can get their breakfast and then 11 30 changes to the lunch menu oh so you can like Get a few things for breakfast and then, and just then like, wait. switch into the lunch. That's Never a good one. Yeah. For breakfast. It's great. Yes, that's what I hear. Like the avo toast is oh right. my do God, they everything. Pizza? They probably have something. They do, I'm yeah. I'm sure they have a breakfast oh pizza. Oh, God. Yeah. I need to go it's for delicious. I need to go for breakfast. There, you mean you need a reservation? Well, let's start for dinner, you and I. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, What else was I going to ask you? Oh, the cones. Okay, the like Alfred yeah. cones. So where did that develop? Because that's very Instagrammable as well. Yeah, that's something that we work with, like, a pastry partner on. And they're basically just cones that are flat on the bottom. The inside has chocolate, and you can get them um, with either espresso inside or, like, espresso with little milk, like a macchiato. Wow. They're really good. Oh, my God. That's also, like, a big tourist thing. Yeah. People love that because... Nowhere else really has that. I mean, you guys, it's so smart what you guys have done. Like, these, these fucking drinks. Thank are you. Just like <laughs> yeah, the chocolate one that I had this morning was super good. That's a really popular one. It I was love so it. I'm good. so happy. When you guys took it away for, like, that month, I, I, I couldn't believe. I, I was, like, One of her, like, deprived. it wasn't, I don't know if it was your it first. It was my first one. I, okay. On episode one, she talked about this chaga latte. And so I've been like waiting to try it for months. And then it went away and now it's back. Yeah. And it's full circle. And it says a chaga latte. Before it was just the the um cold one the chocachino yeah now it's hot too yeah exactly yeah the hot one i think is better i've actually never had it hot i just realized that you (gasps) need to have it hot yeah because i always think about it like it's cold because before it was only cold. it was only cold yeah Yeah, i know so everyone that works at alfred like knows you when you come in um mostly yes i mean if i'm going i don't really like visit for example like silver lake that often you know like something but the one right next to your but yeah that one uh, I basically know everyone unless there's like a new hire that yeah. week or something. How many people work for Alfred? Not it's in the in more like the corporate side of things. So corporate is about 15 and oh, then wow. all the baristas and everything is like 130. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah, just Damn. just the LA. Yeah. Just the LA. Yeah, so nine so, shops. So okay, one two two things. One you're from Beverly Hills, yes. right? So how killer was it to open a store in beverly hills amazing just because like obviously we'd always go around there yeah it's such a cool and you just get this crowd i mean people that are in beverly hills will travel obviously to west hollywood but yeah having that right there like next to the sign brought like (laughs) a great crowd of new people Mm -hmm. that had never been also which is crazy 
Yeah, and but you also get those Beverly Hills locals. Like I thought it yeah. was all gonna be tourists because the Beverly Hills sign is right across the street. Um, but I went there with my boyfriend and and we like saw all of his friends and his family because he's from yeah. Beverly Hills. I know you guys went to high school together. Yeah. Um, ben knows so many people. In I know. <laughs> ben <laughs> is like the sole provider of our guests <laughs> at this point. That's like, oh, amazing. I know the girl who like runs all brand Alfred. I'm like, oh yes, bring her. Yes, in. please. Um, but no, so it's it does have this still local vibe, and you guys brought in those bagels that. Oh, yeah. St. Urbain. Yes, which was like a bagel spot that was very like you iconic. You do a lot. God damn. We do a lot. I love it. I know. And it's, it's, sometimes that's, it's that's too I, much. That's what I love though. I love that each store is so individualized and yeah. has a very like local flair. So wait, what was the, what's the truck outside on the Melrose Place? What does the truck it's do? It's different. Uh, it changes all the time. That, so one's, like that one today was Yeasty Boys. Yeah, bagel truck. Bagel oh, truck. They are so it. funny. It's I great. thought it was like, an extension of Alfred's. No, they just change all the time. Got it. but you got but you guys like welcome it because you probably they probably need yeah i mean it's great like obviously there's the space for it It doesn't like defer people from our shop anything people go in for a coffee people go in for a coffee and then get a bagel the easy boy is so funny oh my god their (laughs) branding it's like it's like it's like schmear and shit (laughs) oh that sounds they're like jewish and psycho they're so funny so like us yeah got it (laughs) You guys would get along. <laughs> <laughs> we would totally get along with those those boys that run the. Ooh, maybe Beastie we boys. should meet them. They're so fun. I met them once. They're so funny. Um. Okay. So, are you guys opening any more stores, or can you not say? Oh, wait, wait. This was my first. Sorry, sorry. Wait, back it up. Yeah. Why yeah. Austin? I mean, Austin's cool, but like, what why not mean? New York? No, Austin sounds like right up your alley. Oh wait, you so, went to school there. Yeah, but I that's mean, not that's, why. That's not why. Obviously, that was like a good touch point sure whatever. but uh so in austin we're in the line hotel that yes. they just uh, opened wait, there aren't you at the line hotel here too yeah so our okay. koreatown location here is also the line hotel okay uh but we kind of did that and like got into their space like you know as a mutual mm. partner and um kind of just wanted to go outside of la also and mm. that was like the perfect uh city and spot mm. for us um, just to kind of like get into a new city and obviously it's like harder to do it by yourself. Um, but so it worked with out the, well. with the line hotel, it was, it kind of like yeah. worked seamlessly. So how do yeah. you like remain brand consistent when it comes to opening up stores, not in like a localized area where like or other partners that you come might in or th- an area where you're not as familiar or like other partners are coming in and they have their opinions. Like how do you keep it brand aligned? It's really hard sometimes. Obviously, there's, like, you know, a vision that we have and then something that, like, a partner has, for example. Um, But the beauty about it, I think, is that every location that we have is kind of different. So, you know, we kind of, like, tailor it to the neighborhood. So, like, if you go to Silver Lake, it's completely different than Studio City or, like, Mm, Beverly Hills. Okay, got it. You know, so you kind of have to, like, use those elements of the like neighborhood itself and like what you think the people would like and vibe with. Um, But I mean, there are obviously like elements across all of them that are similar, like the neon and like the butcher block countertops, the tiles, stuff like that. But you just kind of like tweak per area i'd say that's yeah. a really smart idea yeah I love that makes it keeps it like boutique and local yeah and you can like visit all of them and have a different experience mm-hmm. absolutely obviously still know you're at an alfred and that's what you're going for but yeah where does the name come from is that your brother's name no um, alfred so alfred street is actually the cross street got it on melrose mm-hmm. place 
but we also like to say that he's the butler from Batman, so it's hospitality and uh, all very that. Very cute. So <laughs> you can have two answers. That's very so cute. cute. Um, and then you guys just did a pop-up in New York, right? Yeah, with Barney's. Amazing. Oh, how was that? Amazing. Amazing. Um, I mean, did people just, like, flock? Go crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a really crazy crowd of people that, like, either don't know about Alfred or are, like, obsessed with it. Yeah. So going there, it's, like, you kind of figure out people are, like, what is this? Or they're, like, oh, my God, Alfred. Like, From, I yeah. can't believe you're here, you know? Yeah. Do you have plans to open up a shop in New York at any point? Yeah, definitely. It's, like, down the line. Um, but this was a great opportunity to kind of see, like, test the market. People, yeah, test the market, see how people would react. Um, but, yeah, definitely not out of the question. Oh, my God. I can see Alfred doing so good in New York as well. I know, but it's so LA. It is very it's so LA. It like, is. It's hard to, to keep that. You I know. know. You don't want to like lose the core of I know. the shop. But that, I, I mean, that's know. like a tough thing it. when when businesses are expanding. It's like, how do you keep the pathos alive? How do yeah. you keep that mission statement like to stay true instead of selling out, like going to the Grove or becoming too corporate? I think that's like growing pains that any medium sized to big size company goes through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I was going to ask one more thing. I guess just like, yeah, expansions in LA. Like, are you guys planning on other neighborhoods? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's still so many neighborhoods so in many. LA to tap so into. Many. And like, obviously things are always like developing and yeah. growing. You should go to San um, Diego. Maybe. Maybe we'll just expand. I live in San Diego. You should expand. Too. You would do so good in San, San Diego. San Diego is so trendy San Diego now. is yeah. like getting. It's definitely so gotten it's becoming like, like LA. It's, it's, it's crazy. It looks like LA now. When it's I go crazy. there, because we grew up there, I go there, I don't even recognize it. It's yeah. crazy. It's like yeah. North Park is the trendiest thing ever. Yeah. Little yeah. Italy is like off the charts. Yeah, Alfred's so would be so good in Hillcrest or North Park. Did. Yeah, or right, right now. I'll give you, <laughs> I'm going to give you my address we'll and just for like you. make sure it's, it's in walking distance that, yeah. of where Perfect. I live. I love it. I love Can it. I put in a request Five for that? walk. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, this was amazing. It was so fun. So I love like it. getting into like the inner work. Also, can we just say that you're like so... I feel like grounded yeah, you're and very, humble yes. and, <laughs> and like, very I don't know, calm, very calm. everyone like listening who's obsessed with Alfred and thinks it's like some surface level, like Instagram post. Like this is the workings behind it. This beautiful, like grounding force. Thank you guys are so you. fucking smart. Yeah, you guys really are so fucking. You smart. tricked us all into paying <laughs> you seven dollar <laughs> chocolate chino. You know. gotcha. seven dollar twenty five gotcha. cent latte this morning. It worked. It worked. It worked. Ten dollar. I remember when I saw. It, I was like, you guys, you guys are gonna be rich. I knew it. Like everyone <laughs> is gonna get I this guess stupid what I'm latte. Next, the next, I'm getting that ten dollar latte. <laughs> Just to say you did Just it. Right. Just to say yeah. I did it. Everyone did it. Just to say. Oh, I remember you guys were doing like a half off day or something like that and i was like oh i'll do the ten dollar latte i will <laughs> never get it otherwise like, amazing <laughs> okay so we'll go to the tea room next yeah we're gonna go tomorrow okay yeah. great. okay we're tomorrow. let me know I'm when you're so there yes oh yes yeah. of course meet me at alfred yeah that's so cute cute little sign okay so let everyone know where oh, they yes. can find you and alfred or just alfred, or just alfred. whatever you want yeah um 
at Alfred. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very very straightforward at Alfred T. Are there any like cool projects you can like kind of tease or no? Um, We might actually be doing a pop up in Aspen for the holidays. So that is so cute. That's awesome. Oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah, just like quick, you know. Yeah, holiday and like cute. That's very cute. I like that idea. Dairy free eggnog. Yeah, dairy free eggnog. I love that idea. Love it. But yeah, that's your tease. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much thank for coming. So yeah, thank you guys. This you was can so find fun. Us at oh, OKSIS yeah. Podcast. Sorry, I forgot to promote us. Yeah, promote <laughs> us, girl. Plug <laughs> us. All right. See you guys next week. Bye, sisters. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together 